Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. So glad that you're here to hang out with us today. Today's episode is really all about time management with our career goals. You know, we talk a lot about time management on this podcast, and we really talk about it a lot in general terms and just getting stuff done. Because let's face it, if you're listening to this podcast, then you are probably a working Christian mom. And that means that you are balancing a lot in your life. And so generally, when we talk about time management, we're talking about all of it, all of the stuff that you are managing, that you're balancing and that you are juggling. But today's episode, we are talking all about time management and how that really goes in with our career goals. Because life is short, right? That's why we should always be having goals. We should always be working and striving. And likely that is the thing that God has blessed you with. That's the talent that you have is that you're a go-getter, that you're someone who's driven, who you're always looking for that next thing, that you're really working hard to achieve those career goals that you have. But between those working hours, there's a lot of distraction that can happen, just like at home, just like with every other part of our life. And if we are not focused, if we're not diligent with our time, then those goals can be really fleeting. So that's what this episode is all about, to really equip you to be able to go after those career goals. Now, if this is your very first time listening to this podcast, I want to welcome you to the show. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am the founder of Your Life Rocks. And like you've probably guessed by now, Your Life Rocks is for working Christian moms. We're all about helping you create balance in your life, clear away that chaos, and move closer to your goals in all areas of life. So when we talk about life balance here at Your Life Rocks, we're really talking about eight different areas of life. We're talking about your faith. We're talking about marriage and parenting and your career, your health, your finances, your home, and of course, your friendships and having more fun in your life along the way. If you're a returning listener to this show, I want to thank you so much for coming back. And if you're listening to this, I hope that you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single upcoming episode because we've got some really great things lined up, some really great guests lined up to really help inspire you, encourage you. And of course, this podcast is all about giving you the practical tips that you can really take action on right away. So after this podcast, you're going to have some action items that you can apply straight away to your career goals and Our hope is that you're able to really make a dent into your progress towards those goals. Now, if you're listening to this podcast as it's going live, it is springtime in 2017, and we're actually in the week of daylight savings time, so we're springing forward an hour, which I love that extra hour of sunlight for sure. I am not one who dreads an hour less of sleep. I totally look at it as an hour more of sun, and I love that so very much. Now, with that said, as I'm recording this, there's no promises that you will not hear frogs chirping in the background. Maybe you won't, but everywhere I have gone in my house to record this podcast, there they are. That sound of spring is certainly in the air. So if you hear that chirping in the background, I'm sorry. It's the frogs. It's Mother Nature. Can't control it. It's just what it is. We're just going to embrace it for being that part of the season that it is. 
Now, this podcast episode is sponsored by Life Balance Membership, and we'll be talking a little bit more about that later on in the show, but let's just jump right into our content for this episode as we talk about time management for your career goals. So for this topic, I actually have five tips that we're going to be talking about, but there was something more I wanted to share. So rather than making it six tips, which just didn't balance things out well for me, um, we have five tips plus a bonus at the very, very end. So make sure you stay tuned for that bonus. I couldn't cut it out. I thought about it and I thought, well, if I just stick to five tips, then that'll be good enough. But you're my listeners and you deserve the very best and you deserve all of the tips to really help you be successful. So we have a bonus tip for you waiting at the very end of this episode. So as we're talking about this topic of your career goals, you know, as a working mom, sometimes we have these moments where we can have um, this thought of maybe I shouldn't have such eager career goals. Maybe I shouldn't be trying to push forward so hard in my career. I mean, at what point is it enough, right? Because we all value our family, we value our faith, we value other relationships, but I also think it's important that we honor the way that God created us. And if you're a working mom, likely he created you with that strong desire to have a bigger impact in this world, to be able to to really accomplish things. And whether your work is seen directly as God's work or not, just know that it is God's work because he is he created you to be the way that you are. He created you to have those desires and ambitions that you have. But when we go to it with that mindset of really putting these talents to work to greater the kingdom, even if you can't even imagine your job, maybe you're a software developer or who knows what else and you just can't even imagine an insurance salesperson or Who knows what else? I know for me, I used to work in the network marketing industry on the corporate side um, in sales and training and things like that. And it's not directly God's work, but if he called you to it and you're doing it, it is God's work. And if he's put that desire in you to do more and be more and you really have turned it over to him, know that it's okay to honor that in a healthy way. And that's what this podcast is all about is to provide you those tools that you need to equip you to really inspire you and embrace you as you go for more because it can be really, really daunting and very lonely sometimes when you're going that course. And this isn't necessarily even part of the tips, but I just wanted to lay that groundwork before we go into these tips that if there's any little thought in your head as we talk about goals and going for more of maybe just feeling like you shouldn't be going for more, if you've prayed about it and you feel like God is calling you to go for more, then by all means, like go for it. We're here to support you. And if you're looking for other like-minded people just like you, other moms that have that same ambition for their career, join our community and share your thoughts with us. Um, If you have any reservations about that or you're just looking for encouragement, we are there. We have your back 100% in this walk and this journey that you are on as a working mom. All right, so I feel like I'm just kind of babbling now. So let's get right into our tip. So our number one tip, time management, so that you can reach your career goals, is to determine the different things that need to be done and the things that move you closer to your goal. So oftentimes we fill our workday with stuff. And some of the stuff needs to be done and some of it doesn't necessarily need to be done. But I think it's important first to look at all of those tasks, right? And really identify what things are just like repeated action, like things that keep things going, not necessarily things that are moving you closer to an objective or a goal that you have um, of increasing productivity or increasing sales or increasing 
your own skill, right, for a promotion or whatever that might be. But some of the things, they just need to be done, like answering email, reading email. I know every job kind of has its different functions of things that need to be done just to kind of keep the ball rolling. But I think it's important as you're looking at your time for your career that you're looking at those different things to say, okay, what of these activities are maintaining and what of these activities are designed to grow? And it's important that you have that healthy balance between the two because you can't just let things go and not do those activities that are required of the job, activities that are required to keep things going that other people are relying on you to do. But also if you're filling your time so much with those things that doesn't leave any time for your goal setting purposes, then that's a problem too. Or if you have such little time to go after your goal setting, then you really have to be focused. You really have to know what your goals are and what levers are going to get you the biggest return of investment on your time in order to really make a difference towards those goals. So how do you do this? Well, if you listen to an episode we had a couple weeks back, we talked about getting more things done, getting more time out of the time that you have. And one of the things that we recommended in that episode was keeping a detailed journal of your time um, just for a week and just going back and really seeing what it is that you're doing. And I highly recommend doing that exercise in your career for your work life to really see where you're spending your time. And it's also a great activity to do with your team to have your employees do this as well. And you know, sometimes when we talk about like seeing where our time is going, especially as we're talking about having employees do this, just be very careful because sometimes it can seem kind of negative. It can seem like it's um, something that has to do with a lack of trust or a lack of thinking that they're doing what it is that they're supposed to be doing. And that's certainly not the case. It's all a matter of having a good understanding, um, a clear, realistic expectation of what's going on right, wrong, or indifferent, but we have to have that good reality standpoint to see what is truly going on. Because if our day is filled with things just to maintain and there's literally no time to be growing and setting goals, then we need to know that. Otherwise, we're going to be so disappointed that we're never able to really gain traction on where we want to go. So once you've kind of done that exercise and you know all of the activities that you're doing in a given week, then you can start to just separate them. You can pick two colors of a highlighter and just highlight what is going towards growth and what is going towards maintaining and just separate out all of those tasks. Now, once you've done that, step number two is looking at those routine things and find a way to streamline them or make them more efficient. Now, if you have things that you regularly need to do for your job, but you don't really have the systems in place or even some automation in place to help those things happen, then you're spending way too much time getting them done. And if you're spending way too much time getting them done, then that leaves less time for growth activities, things that are going to move you closer to a goal or an objective that you have that are going to move you forward in your career. You're going to be wasting so much more time and it's just no fun. But when you can have things that are automated, things that are systemized, things that are a lot more efficient to be done, make them a whole lot easier. And so it might be just you looking at that list and deciding what of these things can I batch. So when I talk about like getting things done in batch work, maybe some things can only be done every single day. But maybe you can block off an afternoon like on a Wednesday or, you know, if you're less productive in the morning, then maybe do it in the morning time. Whatever time it is that you're not super productive, block that time off and get some of this other stuff done. Because oftentimes you know how to do these things. Your skill level is high because you do them repeatedly. So if you can find a time that you can really just 
block off some calendar time where you can devote a lot of time to get a lot of it done that will carry you through through a week or through a month then that will be ideal. Now obviously some of the stuff like emails, returning phone calls, you can't really batch that out. I mean maybe you can. Maybe you can say I'm only going to do emails between this hour and this hour of the day or phone calls between this and this hour and this hour of the day. You can batch things out on a daily basis like that, but really what I'm talking about are things on a monthly or a weekly basis. Maybe it's updating your expense report or filling out a different report for your boss or whatever it might be. But some people will tell you do a little bit every single day so then that way it's not that big of a task. But really all that's doing is it's eating up your everyday time when you could be devoting a lot of time to something. Because when we start looking at things that, are gonna be growth activities, things that are gonna move you forward towards a goal in your career, oftentimes those are the things that cause you to shift gears. They're things that are not mundane. They're things that are probably not super skilled at because, hello, we call it growth for a reason. It's gonna help you grow. And so you're gonna need that time to really be able to shift those gears, to get in a different mindset, to really get some solid work done towards those projects that are going to move you closer to your goal. And so if you only have, say, 30 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, it's not really enough time to make that shift. So if you can batch some of those other things that are more mundane, things that don't require a lot of growth skill set, you stretching your mind and stretching your abilities to new heights, if you can get some of those things done all at one time so you don't have to worry about it on other days where you can really free up those days for growth activities, all the better. I hope that makes sense, but I have a feeling you're pretty smart and you're probably following me on that. So let's just recap that one just to make sure. So the number two tip is once you've identified all of those things that are more routine, the things that just kind of need to be done to keep things rolling, to keep things the way that they are, find a way to streamline them or make them more efficient. So it might be batching them so that it's not taking up all of your time. It might be new processes. Here's another tip. Um, One thing that has served me well over my career is some of those things that like I'm just so used to it, I'm so close to it because it's something I do every single day, is give it to someone who doesn't do it every single day and see how they would do it. So maybe you just ask someone for their opinion. Maybe you delegate it to someone on your team and it's something that they can do for you. Or maybe it's you hiring someone to do those things for you. I know on this podcast we have a pretty good mix of women who are business owners, work for themselves. We have a lot of people who work in the network marketing industry that listen to this podcast, as well as a lot of people who work outside the home, work for someone else in a corporate type of a position. That's actually the majority of those of you who are listening to this podcast. But if you're someone who does work for yourself or maybe you're someone who has a position within a company that this next tip allows for, but maybe you hire someone. Maybe some of the things that you have been doing that are eating up your time are things that you really should not be doing. Maybe it's time for you to hire an assistant or to hire a consultant that can help take some of these things off your plate. Because if you can free up your time for those growth strategies, it will be so well worth it. All right, so now that we have identified what things are more of those routine things that have to be done, and then the other things that are going to be more of those growth opportunities, our number three tip is to get clear on your goal and to build some tracks to run on to reach it. Because maybe you've identified just in kind of doing this exercise or listening to this podcast episode that just about everything you're doing is kind of status quo, keeping the things going. And maybe 
you're at a spot in your career where you're not doing things to grow. You're not doing things to move forward. And if you're arguing with me right now saying, I I don't have that kind of job where I can like set goals and grow. Everyone has that kind of job where you can set goals and grow. It might be growing for a promotion. It might be It might be growing for a bonus or it might just be growing in your own skill, how you can get better at the things that you're doing. But it's super important that you set a goal for yourself, that you have a set goal for your career and what it is that you're working towards. Maybe it's just good marks on your next quarterly review so you qualify for a pay raise so you can take more vacations with your family or provide more for them. But, you know, it's not always about money, right? It's about having that leverage to maybe say, I want to be able to work from home a couple days a week. Maybe it is for a promotion. Maybe it's for, um, I don't know, anything that you want. But really just think about what that next goal is for your career. And as you're setting that goal for yourself, I want to share with you a coaching model for goal setting. And this is something I use with a lot of my one-on-one clients. It's something that um, in the past when I've worked in the network marketing industry, it's kind of that standard that I use that I talk everyone through when they're setting their goals. So the number one thing is to, one, identify what it is that your goal is and make sure you get as specific as possible about what that goal is. It's not enough just to say, I want to be happier in my job or I want to make more money in my job. Like really, what is your goal? Is it to promote? And if it is, what's that next title that you're promoting to? If your goal is to make a bonus, what is that bonus? And really think about what it is that's required to get there. If you're in any kind of sales or marketing job, then you know there's always goals or objectives out there for you to hit. And you can certainly use one of those because they're usually tied to having a great performance review or a bonus or a pay raise, all of those things, right? So whatever it is, identify very specifically what that goal is. Then you're gonna get really clear on what the reality is, where you are right now in relation to that goal. Now, once you have that reality and you have that clear goal, you can clearly look from where you are now to the goal that you wanna achieve and see what that gap is. That gap helps you figure out what it is that you need to do. It helps you figure out your action items that need to be done. It's called a gap analysis. What stands between where you are now and where you want to go? Now, one of the things that's probably going to stand between where you are now and where you want to go are obstacles. And those obstacles might be not having the skills necessary to go from where you are to where you want to go. Maybe it's not having the resources or the tools or the people necessary to get from where you are now to where you want to go. Maybe it's just time and effort. Maybe it's just elbow grease and sweat that is going to make that difference between where you are and where you want to go. But it's important that you identify what those obstacles are. And I will say this, if you look at that and you say, you know what, there's really no obstacles in between that, then I would say your goal isn't far enough away. Your goal isn't big enough because there's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be challenges. Otherwise, the goal is too easy, right? If my goal is to walk from my house to the end of the block and back, there's not really any obstacles for me doing that. It's pretty easy. I can get that done. Is it gonna actually give me what I want? Like say I wanna get in shape, is walking from my house to the end of the street and back really gonna get me in shape? Probably not. I mean, I live only a couple houses away from the end of the street, but still, if I really wanna get in shape, then I'm gonna have to like train to run a 5K or a 10K 
right? Or I'm going to have to do some other things, some things that are going to be hard, some things that the obstacles are going to be things like, I don't want to, I don't want to go run in the rain or I don't want to go do those things. That is a good goal, right? So whatever it is, there are going to be obstacles. So you want to identify what those are. And then the last step of this is asking yourself what you're willing to do to overcome those obstacles. Now, this is what's called the GROW model, G-R-O-W. G stands for goal, R stands for reality, O for obstacle, and W for willingness. What are you willing to do to overcome those obstacles? Maybe it's working late. Maybe it's taking some work home with you over the weekend, right? If it's going to be more of like a time and elbow grease kind of a thing. Maybe it's biting the bullet and having some tough conversations because you don't have the right people on your team doing the right things necessary that are going to help get you to where you want to go. All right, now that you have that clear goal for yourself and you kind of have some things outlined as far as where you are now and what it's going to take to get there, this next step is really, really important and oftentimes it can be skipped. I know for myself, looking back over my career, there's been so many times I've been very headstrong and just thinking that I have all of the answers or I have this mapped out or I know best. But this next step really was the key, the key for me reaching any career goal that I've set out for myself. And it's really involving other people. It's having that open communication to talk to other people about what your goals are, what your intentions are, to get your mentors involved, to get your boss involved in this process so that they can really help you map out those steps. If they've gone before you, then they've probably experienced obstacles that you can't even imagine. So ask those people who've gone before you, find out from them what obstacles came up for you as you were going for this goal. What things did you do to overcome them? Because if you can learn from other people, if you can be open to their guidance on you going after this goal, it's going to be so much less frustration for you and you're going to get there so much quicker. And who doesn't love that? I mean, we're talking about time management for your career goals. I cannot think of a better time management technique than getting to your goal faster and easier than if you go alone. So once you have this goal set out for yourself, schedule a meeting, schedule a couple meetings, take some people out for lunch, take some people out and meet for coffee. If you're working in a corporate type of a job, the very first thing you should do is have a conversation with your boss. Don't wait for your next quarterly review or monthly review even. Schedule a meeting. Be very proactive about that so that you can really talk to them about your intentions and not waste any time getting there. And if you're working for yourself, then look around, communicate, figure out who else you can have as a mentor or as a coach in your life that can really help keep you accountable and help you map out the steps necessary in order to get to where you wanna go. Now, lastly, if you have any team at all, whether you have someone who works for you or other people that you work with, your peers, I think it's important to involve them on this too because there are going to be times as you're going through the motions to get to those goals, you're going to have to brainstorm with people and if they know what your intentions are, they're going to be more likely to help you. And as amazing as you are, as a hard worker as you are, you need other people to help you do these things. Yes, you can do it on your own, but why make it so much harder on yourself? Just involve other people and it'll make everything a lot easier. All right, so that's step number four. Number five is to advocate for your own success. Now, what do I mean by this? What do I mean by advocating for your own success? Sometimes we have to be a little bit, dare I say, aggressive when it comes to our career goals. 
Because oftentimes what can happen is we can have a meeting with our boss and have them say things like, well, I just don't think the timing is right or maybe you're just not ready. And while it's good to heed their advice and it's good to take in any feedback that people have for us, if you really want something, then you really need to advocate for it. Find a way to make it happen for yourself. Now, also when I'm talking about advocating for your own success, I'm talking about your overall success, not just your career success. Because sometimes when we focus so much after a career goal, that's when everything kind of falls out of balance for us. And maybe you already know this from past experience, but if you don't, let me be that mentor and guide you by saying that when you are so focused on reaching those career goals and you have that fire in your belly of nothing is going to stand in my way, while that is awesome, if you're not advocating for your whole success, your overall success, then what can happen is you start staying up late to get things done. So then your sleep starts to deteriorate. You stop taking lunch breaks. You no longer make time to work out. You no longer make time to talk to your friends. Now, all of a sudden, your career is all you got. That's all that you have in front of you. That's all you have to look forward to. That's when we start to have issues with our identity. It's when we have issues with stress and our health and everything really starts to get very unbalanced. And that unbalance ultimately will take away your career success. And then we're left with nothing. So you really have to be your own advocate. You have to know when it is to push, when it is to release, when it is for you to take advice from other people, and when to have that discernment to say, you know what, I I don't need advice from anyone right now. I really need to stick with what I know to be true. There are times for you to learn. There are times for you to take action. But that is for you to be able to advocate for yourself. There are going to be people out there that tell you you can't reach those goals. There are going to be times that tell you you can't reach those goals. But if you truly feel like you are doing the work that God has created you to do, that you are living within your strengths, within your talents, and giving all glory to him, then what can stand against you? Everything else is just trying to pull you away. So advocate for your own success in your career goals, in your life, and everything that you're going after. Now, I told you at the very beginning of this episode that I have a sixth tip for you, but I didn't want to have six tips. I wanted to have five tips, but I also didn't want to keep any good tips from you. So we have a bonus tip for you right after this short message about Life Balance Membership. Are you ready to build a life that rocks? If you are, then our membership site, Life Balance by Your Life Rocks, is for you. Life Balance will teach you the systems and the organization skills that you need to set goals for balanced living and to reverse engineer those goals so that you are doing the right things on the monthly, weekly, and daily basis. We're all about helping you build those healthy habits, keeping God in the center of it all, and with intention, creating balance for yourself and for your family. We have you covered with all of the resources and tools that you need from our lifestyle experts to grow in your home, in your marriage, in your career, in your finances, in your health, and we even have some extra resources around personal style to help you out too. From the perfect planner to a community that truly gets you and is there to support you and celebrate all your wins, Life Balance has everything that you need. Learn more by going to lifebalancemembership.com. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so before I get into this bonus tip, let's just go back and recap the five tips that I've already shared with you on how to use better time management to reach your career goals. All right, number one, we talked about 
determining the difference between the things that are keeping things just kind of even and going and those things that are really going to cause growth. Number two, once you've identified those things that are more routine, find a way to streamline them, make them more efficient, or even better, automate or delegate them so you don't have to do them anymore. Number three, I shared with you my grow model to coach yourself to achieving those goals, to really setting that groundwork for going after your goals. And just to recap what grow stands for, G is goal, R for reality, O for obstacles, and W, your willingness. What are you willing to do to overcome those obstacles? Our fourth tip was to communicate your intentions with your mentors, with your boss, and have them help map out the steps for your goal. And our fifth and final step was to advocate for your own success. All right, so now this is a bonus tip for you, and it is really like a bunch of bonus tips all wrapped up in one about time management. Um, Really, we could do a whole episode on each one of these, and maybe we'll do a time management series at one point in time. And if that's something that you would like, then certainly comment um, either in iTunes that that's something that you want, or you can email me at Jenny at yourliferocks.com, or or maybe even just comment on our Facebook page or in the Facebook group that that's something that you would like. But here are some bonus tips for you when it comes to time management. And these things are really about detracting you, the things that will distract you from your goal. It's important that you're taking a look at where you're spending your time. So if you do map out your time, like we talked about in step one, you might be surprised at how many trips to the coffee machine you make or how many side conversations that you have with coworkers or people on your team. Sometimes we can be a little too social at work and it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, we are social creatures by nature, but... If that social time is excessive, if it's keeping you from achieving your goals, if it's keeping you from working hard, which the Bible calls us to do, then there is something wrong with it. So you want to take a good hard look at how social you are being on the job. And I will throw this in there. If you're not someone who works in an office, maybe you work from home. Being too social might be texting too much or being on Facebook too much. Social media is a huge distractor for you reaching your goals. So just be very, very aware of that, especially if your job requires you to be on social media, if you're in marketing or you're an entrepreneur or um, for me, when I was in sales, I was on social media all the time. Those things, I tell you, it'll distract you from you achieving your goals because it sucks time. Now, here's a hard question I want you to ask yourself and write it down on a piece of paper. And I challenge you just to be so brutally honest with yourself on the answer for this one. What are you procrastinating? You know, oftentimes we procrastinate doing some of the things that are really gonna give us traction towards our goal. And sometimes it's fear. Fear like, what if that doesn't actually work? Or fear of, what if it actually does work? (laughs) And then I actually achieve that success. Then I won't know what else to do after that. Or what if I won't be able to keep up with the success that comes from doing that? There's all kinds of reasons why we might procrastinate, why we might have fear of success or fear of failure. But oftentimes when we procrastinate doing something, it has to do with one of those two things. So as you're looking at your goal, what thing are you procrastinating doing? Maybe you're procrastinating having that conversation with your boss. Or maybe it's just doing an activity. But whatever it is, be honest with yourself. Figure out what it is that it is you're procrastinating why you might be doing it, but here's the thing I tell all my clients, don't waste so much time trying to figure out the why, just do it. Once you've brought it out into the light, it's so much easier to face it and just get it done. 
And the last piece to this bonus tip is unrealistic expectations. You know, sometimes when we have these big goals for our careers, sometimes we're not very good with having a clear expectation of the timeline or the work involved that's going to require us to get there. Sometimes we can make it seem like it's going to be so much easier than it actually is because we want it. We want to achieve that goal so bad. We want to have it right here and right now. And so we might not always be honest with ourselves on how much hard work it's going to take, how much time it's going to take in order to actually get to where we want to go. And if we have unrealistic expectations, that just sets us up for more stress in our life, more chaos and more letdown because we're not achieving those goals that we're setting out to achieve. So make sure as you're going through that grow model of where you want to go, where you are now, and those obstacles in between, that you're having very clear, realistic obstacles, that it's a very realistic time frame that you're looking at, and it's a realistic amount of effort in order to get to where you want to go. All right, now our scripture for this episode, if you are a new listener, just know that this is something we do every single episode as we share a word from the Bible because it really is something we should be living, not just something we read on Sundays or um, maybe see as inspirational quotes across social media, but it is truly something that we are living. It is part of us. It's part of everything that we do. And today's verse is Proverbs 16, 26. And I love this verse for so many reasons, but it reads, a worker's appetite works for him. His mouth urges him on. Now, wouldn't you say someone who has, who's working for food, someone who is working because they're hungry, it pushes them along. And I love this for so many reasons, but for especially what we're talking about today in our career and our purpose behind our career that we have and our goals that we have around our career, your goals should be big enough and exciting enough that it urges you along, that it makes you not not despair on Mondays. It makes you not care about the extra effort that has to go into getting to where you want to go. It should push you along. It should make you do those things that you're procrastinating. And if you're unclear, if maybe you're feeling like, I don't know what my goal should be, or maybe my goal is not big enough. Quite simply, the goal of what we should be doing with our work is working for God because that is truly who we're working for. It's not our boss. It's not the paycheck, but it's a chance to be able to show up as a light of him in this world. Maybe he has you where you are in your job so that you can be an example to people around you to lead other people to him. Maybe what you're doing is of great importance and it's going to have a larger effect on so many other people. Let that be your goal. Let that be your focus and let that urge you along as you work. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode this week. Again, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single upcoming episode. And if you know other working Christian moms that might benefit from some of the tips that we're sharing on this podcast, would you just share this podcast with them? You can post it to your social media timeline. Um, straight from the app that you're listening to it in, or you can just bounce on over to our Facebook group and you can invite your friends to come and hang out with us there. We'll always post the weekly episodes. We continue the conversation in the group and so much more valuable content there as well. Now, as always, if you have feedback about this podcast, we would love for you to leave a review in iTunes, or you can just simply email me at jenny at yourliferocks.com. I would certainly love to hear from you pray for you and encourage you as you do this beautiful thing of balanced life. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks.
Bye.